Welcome to the Hypothalamic Amenorrhea Podcast. I'm Danny Sheriff, your host, certified fertility awareness practitioner, functional nutrition counselor, and founder of the HA Society, and of course, an HA recovery coach who has walked where you currently are walking. This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice. So please seek the advice of your physician. Hey, are you trying to recover and maybe even fall pregnant naturally? I thought that might be you. And if so, we have created our best ever yet resource for you. Totally free. This is a masterclass. I've called it my masterclass because I have put everything into this, right? This masterclass is designed for you if you have HA or have had HA and are dealing with suboptimal cycles and you're serious about restoring those babies to full optimization and you want to create the ideal foundation for a pregnancy. This is going to be for you. So in this masterclass, I'm going to provide you a lot of things, including a lot of case studies, mine, Ashley's and Mishi's, as well as lots of our past clients and what their challenges were and what they had to do to overcome it. And we cover a really wide variety of types of cases of HA. So everything from primary amenorrhea and missing periods for years and years to short-term amenorrhea and what we did to handle that situation as well and how long it took these people to go from HA to pregnant with this system and how long it took them to go from HA to ovulating, of course, with this system. So lots of information, lots of case studies, lots of stats. We go through why this is not a weight gain plan and how we actually divide you into phases, the three phases of HA and determine what your starting point is so that you have a good idea of where you need to start with your actual changes and lifestyle and nutrition changes. We even cover questions like HA and people with a normal BMI and recovery for people who have had HA for too long. There's so much In this 60-minute masterclass, y'all, I'm impressed. And at the end, I'll also be running you through how to get a free HTMA, hair tissue mineral analysis through us, which is a part of our process for recovery and preconception clients that we're happily going to give you for free 99 as a massive thank you, of course, for joining the masterclass. So go to thehasociety.com forward slash masterclass Or head to our website and you'll find a link for it and find when the next available presentation is going to be. That's thehasociety.com forward slash masterclass. Hey guys, welcome back to the HA podcast. It's Ashley, Danny, and Mishi. I almost said Ashley, Danny, and me. I love it. Just because me, she's like, it's like, you know. Am I part of your personality? (laughs) (laughs) But here we are. Um, Today we are discussing with you guys, like, if you're on the fence, how do you know? Is this HA? Is this something else? Um, And this comes up because it's a really common um, issue. Is like, 
I think this could be HA, but I have a doctor telling me it's not. I have, you know, I have these reasons to doubt, but I also have these reasons to believe. So we wanted to just spend some time going through like, is this something else besides HA or is this HA? How does that sound to everybody? Love it. That's basically what I do. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I mean, I think this is good. Ashley mostly does our sales calls and discovery calls with you guys. So if you apply for coaching, you'll hear from her, you'll jump on the phone with her um, and she'll hear your case and she'll look at your labs and she'll tell you like if you have HA or not and won't just sign you up if you don't, you know what I mean? So that's her jam. So I'm sure she's already just like ready to rock with this (laughs) but so maybe maybe I'll interview you Ashley really quick and then Misha of course we want like any just everyone interject right this is Ashley's like full-time job right now so (laughs) Ashley coming to you and I'm saying I think I have this but I'm not sure because my doctor said that this isn't the case help what are you Uh. gonna ask me you know what I immediately do before I even tell you about the program, before I even talk to you about coaching, because um, this matters, is I actually ask if you have any recent labs. Because most of the time, y'all do. Y'all have labs. You've been running millions of labs. Um, or your doctor has told you something, and then something that isn't sitting right with you, and you want a second opinion, and that's why you're here. And so this has been so helpful because there's a lot of people that I don't uh, pass through to the second phase of working with us. So, for example, we just had one person; she was referred to us by a current client because our clients love us and refers to everybody. <laughs> Um, and so she came to me and, um, this is why it's so important. So if you are PS, cause I know that you guys interview a million practitioners before you actually work with somebody, if they don't ask to see your labs, I just be, I would just be suspicious because I, mean, I, I used to not ask and, yeah. you know, so it's definitely like possible, but it did result in taking on a few cases by accident that were not hundred percent appropriate. So it's like, you're yeah. really going to be a hundred percent sure if you have someone. You yeah. Look at them. So one of them, she had really high prolactin, like really high. Mm-hmm. I mean, this chick's prolactin was like 67. And so I still took the call with her because I didn't want to say this over email and like send her down to like a Google spiral. But I took her and I was just like, hey, you really need to chat with your doctor. You need to go back to your doctor and you need to push for a like a pituitary brain scan. Um, just simply because her prolactin was really, really high. And like she did. And so the thing is, is that all her symptoms really were like, it was the same as HA. She had, you know, like she said she was like done breastfeeding like four or five months ago. Although Danny has seen some weird things with prolactin with postpartum moms anyways, but like she had been postpartum, I think like 18 months she had like stopped breastfeeding. And I just like to see where prolactin is at in that certain case. And come to find out, like her doctor had called her and said, Hey, you need to come in and run some tests. So that was just a perfect example of why we like to see prolactin. I have another case right now where um, she fits all the mindset habits and beliefs about her body. 
about HA, but her labs actually show PCOS. So for her, it's not that we won't take her. I do believe that she's potentially run herself into that combo of HA and PCOS, but I'm going to, but I'm going to tell her, her labs reflect, um, PCOS, right? So I think that that's just important, you know, to have confirmation and Danny, like you talked about this, where were we? We're like, like you're talking about like, what is keeping you from getting started? Is it confirmation? Well then, oh, I think it was like the webinar. Mm-hmm for restore and that's why we oh, yeah 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 help people figure out whether they have ha or not because if that's what's holding you back then get the confirmation and then let's go you know oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah that was the the webinar is like step one is to be confident in your actual diagnosis or else, or else you'll take any piece of advice you get given you'll uh, only take yes. it with a grain of salt like you want you to fully it? invest in what you have to do yeah. So it's important that you have it so that you trust in the process. It's important that we know that you have HA, like if you work with us, because we don't want a bunch of people ruining our track record and not <laughs> I recovering. say that. I say that sometimes. I'm like, y'all, this is a business. Like this is a business. And that's why I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be so honest with you is that if like, that if like you have something else, like you will never have to worry whether the HA society is bamboozling you and telling you you have HA if you don't have it, because we're here to get results and we have a high level of success. And I'm just not taking you if you don't have HA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like that stuff's important. And yeah, you can have all of the, the issues, but yeah. I mean, the PCOS thing, it's interesting, Ashley, I'm sure like, do you know when that girl had had her last period? So that's so interesting because again, I've not jumped on a call. I'm not selling her anything. I said, when was your last cycle? <laughs> and so, you know, she said, and hers is like 86 days apart. Okay. Yeah. So that's already indicative of like PCOS. Like this is a totally different issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while you have the personality traits of someone with HA, your cycles are like not missing. Yeah. So probably can she benefit from our coaching? Probably Mm -hmm. because I'm sure that there's a lot of crossover not helping, but like long story short, the dieting is not helping this situation. If anything, it's probably just over complicating. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just like over complicating. Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. Hey, do you know what your blind spots are? As in, do you know what it is, what the thing is that is holding you back from getting your period back? Look, it could be an absolute plethora cornucopia of things, but in our practice, what we tend, the first place we tend to go is what behaviors and habits do you have around food that you may be still doing and these are called blind spots because we just don't necessarily always know that they're an unhelpful habit or that it's something that we're doing whether it be a subconscious or conscious need to control our food or our body or whether it be something that you've just done for so long that it feels normal and like a preference even we have created a checklist it's a three-page checklist that goes through food types, behaviors around food, and mindsets around food. 
And what you do is you go through the lists and you check off and you see which ones are you doing, whether it be daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and how are they potentially affecting your recovery today? So it's a really simple checklist. It's just three pages. You go through it. There's a very simple scoring system to help you figure out um, how much this may be impacting your recovery. And it's just an insightful thing for you to do to help you reflect and then you can journal about it or you can learn more about it and just start really working at any of the boxes that you checked and understanding that they're playing a role in your recovery. So to get the checklist, all you have to do is go to the hasociety.com forward slash blind spot and we'll send it straight through to you. You can print it off and you can check on it every now and then. I always recommend a reflection point every like four to six weeks. How are you going? Are you still checking that behavior off or have you, you know, systematically kicked it to the curb? So check it out. It's the hasociety.com forward slash blind spot and it will be waiting for you there. Well, that's a good one. All right. Well, let's talk about... um well, have we, should we talk about the PCOS labs? You know what, guys? Actually, I'll say we have a we have made a guide. Misha put it together. That we oh, have yeah. a guide that actually has all of the lab references. So like if you wonder if it's PCOS, here's what to look for in your labs. If you think it's HA, here's what to look for. So DM us um, and ask for that guide. I'll like post about it or something. But DM us and ask for that guide and we'll send it to you. Because saying it out loud on this podcast, I don't know, like you might forget, but we can send that to you through um, through Instagram or whatever. You can email me if you want um, and you'll be able to see it. But yeah, these yeah. are how you know. And then, um, so let's talk about the less common but does happen POI, high oh, yeah. FSH I was just numbers. Down that one. Yeah, so that's really interesting too. And I have another person in our inbox too, where so I have this hypothesis and I have found research to back it up and I have seen labs uh client history labs where given so this is my non-medical advice to all that are listening that some people for some reason whether it's an autoimmune whether it's stress whether it's their genetics something pushes them faster through HA into POI. I have someone right now and her estrogen is like five. Mm-hmm. I mean, which is the lowest I've seen because mine was like less than six. So I don't know. Maybe I'm still the reigning champ. We'll never know. Hers is like five, but her FSH is seven and her LH is like 0.6. So this isn't screaming POI, but if she continues down this route of significantly low estrogen and her FSH continues to climb like past 20, I could see that this is another individual who, if she does not correct this soon, my hypothesis is, is she's fast tracking to POI and then this will be a more difficult situation. Side note, the research does say that people with POI have been able to fall pregnant. So, uh, but it's just a smaller percentage. So POI, I, so in that situation, I do believe that they still need our help, but I will be a hundred percent upfront with them. 
And I'll be like, hey, your labs look a little like POI. Your journey is going to potentially take significantly longer. And we have something, you know, like we have a system of support for you, basically that supports a longer term, but I let them know up front, like this isn't a two week, two month turnaround time. That's, that's like not what we're looking at. And so I think that's important too, because this person could potentially go undiagnosed for a long time or, or like if she chooses not to address this, like this could get, like, I don't know the rate of, of acceleration. You know what I mean? I just know that her labs are like leaning towards that, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Something else that makes me, when you like, um, I feel like this could just be a case of HA that went too long and has now basically entered into that um, next realm of like difficulty to recover, which is a fear a lot of people have. They don't always have the words for it or the name for it that like, I feel worried I've had HA for so long, I can't recover. Um, And I will say like, we see people who've had HA for like 20 years. Yeah. not have signs of POI. So it's very yes. vast. Yes. And like, there's one correlation between the people uh, with POI and like trauma. I will yeah. say, you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like addiction, trauma, um, OCD, things like that. So yeah, but like, well, we can look at it. You know what I mean? Look at it, make sure that that ratio looks right um, of FSH LH and that the number isn't too high and all of these types of things. Um. Varying cases of HA, I think, are always really different too, like in the yes. lab work. Yeah. So I guess like it's a spectrum. Um, and HA, it kind of looks a certain way, but some people have HA with, with normal labs and some people have like clear alarm bells on their mm-hmm. labs. And the yeah. ones with the normal labs, those are the people who are the most confused. <laughs> yes. <because> everything <laughs> looks fine. So yeah. like, what do we say to that? Yes. So I love that you bring that up because someone could have probably just heard what I said and completely freak out and be like, screw it. I'm not even going to try. We have had people who have not had a cycle for 15 years recover and they're pregnant right now. Like I have a client in mind right now, but their labs never showed up like the way that this individual was like, you know, like I was just talking about. You know what I mean? So we have people with 10 years, 15 years and they recover and they get pregnant, right? So if you've had HA for 10 years, you are not down, like, like it is not impossible, but I'm sure your bones are screaming. <laughs> like they probably need some help. You know what I mean? Just like all these different things, but yeah. So I'm glad that you brought that up. Cause I don't want anyone to be discouraged or think that they automatically have POI. So there's, yeah, yeah. we see it very uncommonly. It's very uncommon. It's far and few. It's far and few, but I don't think that those individuals deserve to be passed over. You know what I mean? So yeah, but you're right. The people who have like the normal labs, so um, with them, then like those people, obviously. So if you've made it through this funnel of Ashley screening, then then that's generally when like I'll invite you onto a call just simply because then it's like I like I know without a doubt like we can help (laughs) you know what I mean like we gotta keep these results high like these results high yeah and then we have clients with amenorrhea 
and Mishi's been working with them. So, you know, that's who, like, we've had several, three, four, yeah, four. We've had a handful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Four with primary amenorrhea. Um, and they have recovered their cycle and, or have started spotting. And that one also is a longer journey as well, too. That one truly is a longer journey, obviously not as long as POI, but mm-hmm. um, I do like to be upfront with them as well, too. Mm-hmm. I find primary amenorrhea a longer journey, not because of their physiological mm-hmm. um, inability, but more of their like mental inability to make change. Like they, they've they're so far gone from they've never done they've never eaten normally in their life they've never seen um, blood before, and usually like to have primary amenorrhea, there's just some like huge behavioral issues around food and exercise that's at least what we've seen that um, need to shift that are really hard to shift and it just takes them a long time and you have more coaching calls where you come by and they didn't really change anything that week you know like inability to make changes quickly compared to someone who doesn't have primary material that's just like a correlation I found I don't yeah feel like um because I don't feel like their labs ever look uh, you know, particularly worse than a regular secondary amenorrhea type person. So yeah, but I mean, no one's confused about whether or not they have primary amenorrhea. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, <laughs> you yeah, know. I, we know. I yeah. think on the other thing that I find with um, primary amenorrhea cases is, yeah, I think their behaviors are pretty ingrained in them, but I also think that the belief that their body is like broken or just doesn't work is also a really big part of it. Um, just because they've probably gone to specialist after specialist and doctor after doctor. And they, and they also just don't have the evidence that their body can do it. And so I think there's this huge belief that, you know, their body's broken, they'll never be able to recover. And that's also like going against them. So there's certainly a lot of coaching that goes into that to helping them have this belief in their body of something they've never seen it do. And they've been told can't do. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's all of that. Now moving a little bit away from the lab work, right? So you guys have resources here. If you want to apply for a coaching with us, if that's something you're serious with, a part of our process is making sure that you have this issue um, and we do one-time consultations too so if you really want to like pay for a full review and get everything done you can do that too but we also have the diagnosis guide whatever we're calling it so you can dm us and ask us for it and i'll send it to you but anyways outside of that i don't have any lab work you know for example or i i, I do and i have normal labs and i just like still don't believe you um, there's other things that we look at, you know, so we're talking earlier about that girl who like had all of the behaviors, but she had PCOS. That's also going to be like somewhat uncommon. I think, I mean, maybe not, but we tend to talk mostly to people who truly do have HA. So a lot of you guys end up being able to like self select, but I mean, if you resonate with the history, like if you have been dieting, if you have been exercising a lot, if you have anxieties and neuroses around food, I mean, why would you spend every ounce of energy trying 
to make it be any like trying to change the reason like I think that's such a curious thing like if you really look at yourself are you looking for reasons to say it's not what this it's not this because you don't want to change those things because like then you the irony there is is probably what it is that's all I have on that <laughs> uh, that sounds exactly like me when I was going through HA I literally blamed my thyroid the entire time I was like, no, this is a thyroid problem. My life's And it just perfect. is a thyroid problem that I was <laughs> never able to do anything about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So funny. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I know, unless you guys have anything else to add, I thought that this would just be a really great quick episode to put out there for anyone who's just on Struggle Street with, is this me? And, and how could I possibly find out? Um, when I feel like I just don't have anyone around me to help make yeah decision and so I feel like that's where um like that consultation will be so important because then it's like we're able to look at everything and then give you specific feedback so just know like we're probably we can't do consultations through dm <laughs> or like through like an email like yeah. our like our consultations are not just answering questions our consultations are taking a look at your intake form you know if like you really want to make the most of it then like you'll bring your basal body temperature chart not saying that you have to but it is helpful you know what i mean just those types of things to really get you next steps and to help you decide whether this is or not. And then just, I think that you brought up a really good point. Like, what if you don't have lab work, then like, I'm always like, okay, so this really then just comes down to, do you feel comfortable moving forward with recovery without lab work? That's, I mean, I can't make that decision for you. Nobody can make that decision for you. That has to be something that you're like, yes. You know what I mean? Hmm. So just like, just in case somebody doesn't have lab work, because in the midst of that, like, we're going to figure it out real fast. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, this is great. I mean, I know, Misha, do you have anything to add before we tell everyone no. where to go and what to do? No, I think you guys did a beautiful job. <laughs> <laughs> just like, thank you. Thank you. Okay. I hope this helped guys. If it prompts any questions, if you're like, oh, but what about this? What about that? Just go and DM us. We're all around. You've got, um, we're all in the show notes for our Instagrams. Ashley's in there. I'm in there. Mishi's in there. Go ask questions. Um, we're happy to help. If you're interested in working with us, you know, go to hasociety.com forward slash coaching or pick any pipe. We'll pretty much lead you there. And we hope to see you guys next week. And thanks for tuning in. Bye. Hey there, it's me, Danny, And I want to tell you about Temp Drop as a fertility awareness method tracking option. So many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method, both as you're going through recovery and 100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So TempDrop itself is a wearable fertility monitor and we love it. It's a wearable device. So you put it around your arm and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning. 
So I'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking. All of us at the HA Society are. And that's the method that we use, you know, just using a good old thermometer. We use that with our clients because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool, as a practitioner. And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy that you don't get pregnant. However, manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option. When you're in the middle of recovery, again, we do recommend manual temping. But once you're cycling, the temp drop is actually a really great hack. So it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status, like where you are in your monthly cycle. So you wear the temp drop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wake-ups. So I personally love this because with a toddler, my wake-up times are all over the place and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. So TempDrop's accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature. This includes tracking your cervical mucus, if you've been using OPKs, and then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place, and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period. And if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify whether or not you are pregnant. So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy, or you want to chart for health reasons like HA recovery, making sure your cycle is not slipping back in the HA direction, TempDrop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns. So track your ovulation in real time with the TempDrop, and we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this code on top of the existing code. So just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code AFHA Society. I think too, if you just go to tempdrop.com and, and use um, AFHA Society at the checkout, that will work too. So happy temping and good luck. This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows vegetables and fruits out of the water? If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for anyone and everyone who is, of course, dealing with amenorrhea and fertility challenges out there, but I may even recommend it for just everyone in general. Get your husbands on it. Get your partners on it. If you have a history of HA and add on top of that, maybe a history of the pill, maybe you've been pregnant before, you know, through treatments or other, like you've just, your body's been through anything, you know, you're absolutely 100% dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies, Eating nutrient-dense real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. So I've been using and recommending Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules for years now. And the capsule form makes it so easy to get your liver in every day. And I appreciate the transparency of this product in particular above others. 
So in case you're wondering, it's completely natural. This is freeze-dried beef liver in capsules. It's organic. It's made from Australian beef. And my favorite of their products is the liver with kelp because of the iodine from the kelp, which is important for overall thyroid function, which is often low in women with underperforming hormones. So rather than eat seaweed snacks every day, I get to take this beef liver with the kelp for my iodine. So if you're recovering or working on a fertility journey right now, do not skimp the nutrient-rich source of beef liver. Get 10% off your order with the HA Society and support your favorite podcast along the way. They ship to most countries, so you should be covered. Just go to grasslandnutrition.net and use HA Society, just HA Society, at the checkout for the 10% off. That's grasslandnutrition.net with the code HA Society. Thank you so much for listening today, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you could head to iTunes specifically and leave a rating or review, that would help so much because it makes it easier for other people with HA who are Googling around to find the podcast really easily. So if you do that, you're doing a service to all of the women.